welcome to yes intentional if you can if you if you're watching live or watching this on video very intentionally use of words there welcome to the 21st episode here of the empire national podcast i'm your host dorf joined by josh like we do each and every time how's it going tonight josh awesome man all right very good thanks for joining us tonight no vaccines in my body so i'm i'm, I'm doing great <laughs> <laughs> nothing yet so um the, the so we're going to specifically talking as you can see on this on the screen tonight if you're watching live or on video um vaccines in the nap meaning the non-aggression principle uh arguably the the foundation of libertarianism or is that a fair is that a fair as our as the uh is that a fair uh statement there josh or is that you know is that a founding type situation rather than libertarianism which is not as extreme or not as hardcore in that from that perspective I, um i think i think most card carrying libertarians would agree with the statement Let, let's let's put okay, it that fair way, with, with the statement you made um yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get us. You know, tonight's you know on tonight's episode, Josh. I want you to take us through here. What is the NAP? Give us give us a brief definition. The the NAP. Yep. Sure. Uh, the NAP is is a very simple thing. So I'm going to keep the definition simple and short and sweet. The NAP, as Dorf said, is the non-aggression principle. And basically, if you kind of sit and analyze that in your head for for a second it's pretty self-explanatory the nip in essence i like to define it myself as don't hurt people and don't take their stuff that that to me is is the most simple definition of it it simply means you are allowed to do anything you want as long as you are not the aggressor in a situation with another individual the individual is the smallest minority the individual is what cannot be picked on, what cannot be torn down, what cannot be pulled apart. So as long as you as an individual are not attacking, and by attack, I don't necessarily mean wielding a battle axe. Yeah, as long as you are not attacking another individual, you are free to do what you will. Sure. Is that uh, good enough? Sure, fair right. enough. And, and to... You may call these folks, uh, as we talked about in the pre-show, the uh, the libertarian contingent, but uh, that is that same principle yes. is being stretched to apply to many other things, like including, like, oh, you you're you know a violation of the NAP is to pollute, um, or in this case, as we're we're going to talk about, is it a violation of the NAP to refuse to be vaccinated with a seemingly mandatory or highly suggested um or mandatory without being mandatory vaccine on the horizon here uh for the uh, the coof um it's a good time to discuss this i mean at the same time you know you're you'd be forcing from the from the state or the the state's perspective you or hell even a private entity you could, will be technically violating the nap by forcing somebody to take a covid vaccine but at the same time as everybody i don't agree i don't agree with this guys at the same time recently the everybody is instead of treating people like treated them as disease factors 
it's March. Um, is it a violation of the Truth. NAP to uh, knowingly or unknowingly pass a uh, viral disease, a respiratory illness? Guilt. Your thoughts, sir. Okay. Well, the the NAP. Well, I feel like I not directly. I don't directly do this on purpose, but I feel like I do this almost every episode. Is this once again points to the genius of the founding fathers? Not that that matters because we don't listen to anything they say anymore. But to point out the genius of the founding fathers, this is why they felt that rights must be spelled out with the Bill of Rights, speech, arms, right to assembly, religion, all these things they thought they needed to be spelled out because people misconstrue deeply and brutally misconstrue the idea of the NAP. The NAP should be enough. It should make sense to people, but unfortunately it doesn't. So what you get is you get a lot of non-aggression principle sophistry, if you will. You, you get people out there making claims of, well, this is against the NAP. <clears throat> okay. It does not apply to the NAP if someone is being forced to do something. Very, very, very basic principle of the non-aggression principle. If someone is being forced to do something, not being not being told they cannot do something. This isn't the government saying you're not allowed to kill people. You're not allowed to kill people because that's a violation of the non-aggression principle. You're not, it doesn't have to be killing people. You're not allowed to karate chop people in the throat. You can't just walk around karate chopping people in the throat because you're being the aggressor. So we here at the very tiny, 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 tiny libertarian government, almost so small you can't see it, the perfect utopian libertarian world. We here at the status government are still here to tell you, you can't karate chop people in the throat. We're not saying you don't have the right to accept a karate chop in the throat. We're not saying that you don't have the right to practice your karate chopping method in your backyard all day long with Metallica blaring on 11. You are allowed to do that, but you can't karate chop your neighbors in the throat. You're not allowed to do that. But they're well, trying to- they're, it, You're not allowed to do that and there's- You're not allowed to do that and there's consequences for doing it. To do it. Right, right. But the sophistry here is them pretending like the government can tell an individual what to do because their inaction will inevitably or potentially be a violation of the NAP. A gross misconstruing of the, uh, of the idea. The idea that you must wear a mask. You are not allowed to leave your home without a mask on because you might give somebody some sort of illness. You must inject this into your body because 
quite frankly, this one doesn't even make sense to me when I try to use use the uh, use the state of sophistry because um, I it's I like I've said with masks jokingly when it comes to the vaccines. <gasps> what you're not vaccinated? I'm sorry. What doesn't your vaccine work? <laughs> as long as you got the vaccine, why the hell does it matter if I did? You're, you're responsible for you. But what about the most, um, uh, the weakest of our population? I... Really? Okay. This is, uh, again, this is state of sophistry. I don't, I honestly don't know, because they do this well. They really do a very good job of describing or um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Taking control of the term, the NAP. And I don't know if this is an instance of, because I don't like to give credit to the status thinkers out there. I don't know if this is an instance of even a blind squirrel finds a nut from time to time, or if this is was truly thought out in status think, think tanks, you know, at a university somewhere. How can we turn the NAP around on those who love liberty? But... Again, this is why I say that this is the genius of the Founding Fathers. They knew, they knew that if you simply said, this is a free country, that people would come up with things like, your freedom stops where my discomfort begins. Not a thing, guys. Really, not a thing. This idea that I mean, uh, that you can't do things because, well, quite frankly, it's it comes down to people not even understanding what what a right is, what liberty is, and there's people out there who legitimately think that you don't have the right to offend Karens. That, you know. Oh, so you're saying you have the right to do whatever? You can just blast music, even if your neighbors think it's too loud? Yup. Yup. That, yeah, that's exactly what I said, actually. Yeah, I do think you should do that. Yeah, I, I do think you have the right to, to um, play your music as loud as you want. I do think you have the right to walk out of your home without a mask. I do think you have the right, as a business owner, to say... Yeah, you can come in here and, um, you know, eat some conies. No, you don't need to wear a mask. Um, you can, uh, you can come into my bar. You can come into my comic book store. And no, I'm not going to check papers to see if you have been vaccinated. No, th these, these are rights. These are rights. So, again, I say it does not apply to the NAP. If someone is being forced to do something, nothing in the NAP requires one individual, either individual in this, in this system to be forced to do something. It's not forcing someone to do something to say, you're not allowed to kill people. You're not allowed to beat people up. You're not allowed to steal people's car. You can't, you can't pick people's wallets out. You know, you, you can't pick wallets out of people's pockets. You're not allowed to do that. That's telling you what you can't do. This is this is where the NAP goes. Kind of like with a right. 
a right tells you what you have the right to do, not what you have the right not to. Well, Josh, there's also, I mean, positive, where, positive and negative rights. It's it's things you're allowed to do and things that people aren't allowed to do to you. So, you know, sorry. I, I think that's where the difference lies between the non-aggression principle and rights. They work hand in hand, but they're not the same thing. Fair enough. I don't have the I don't have the right to not be killed, but you don't have the right to kill me. Hmm? The government can't provide me. Nature cannot provide me. God Almighty well, cannot provide me with the right to not be killed. Well, I could be killed. Here, here's 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 the thing, we, Josh. So, there is like a person the, who hasn't made it out of this world alive yet. The perfect analogy of what's a right. Okay, you're plop. You are a magically transported and appeared on a. And in desert island with adequate resources. Anything that's available to you there is a right. Anything else that uh, you may want to do and co-op through other people's labor, labor is, um, that's a privilege. So the you don't have a right. This is saying you don't have a right to healthcare because that would require somebody else's labor. Where at the same that but at the same time you have a right to self-defense as a human being. Actually stated example. So. Sorry, if that's not making much sense. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, so so an example would be, an example would be, and this is the libertarian ideal. This is where the the deserted island um, analogy always works wonderfully to show how ridiculous status are in the way people think. Now you, okay, we are plopped onto a deserted island there's 10 of us 10 of us there the other eight people think we should wear masks dorf and i do not we're walking around the deserted island maskless and the other eight decide that the only way to handle this properly is to lock us in a cage and or you know well basically yeah, to lock us in a cage is just the only way around this this scenario or same with your your plop down and there's 10 people there and two of them decide that they want to smoke this one thing that's on the ground they found this one plant on the ground that they think it'd be really fun to smoke and they decide that they're going to smoke that one thing and the other eight decide we need to lock those two in a cage they are too dangerous they are dangerous to the rest of us. Our safety is what matters here. Let's build a cage and let's lock them in it. This is this this is liberty. This is that that is government. That is that is government versus liberty in a nutshell. Okay. Well, um, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Do you do you agree with my assessment that it does not apply to the NAP if someone is being forced to do something? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, you know, part of the NAP or just vol voluntarianism in general is you know done by the consent of all parties. Um, you can refuse to get a a COVID vaccination. However, I just saw a after we went live on air here a topic that I did not put on the rundown, but we're going to briefly discuss. Some folks, some legal types have started looking through the the case law and the law itself 
yes, your employer can make you get this under U.S. case law, uh, under U.S. law, uh, minus a, um, a Americans with Disabilities Act or a the Civil Rights Act of 1964 uh, being a sincerely held religious belief are the about the two ways you can get out of it um, from a legal perspective if you if your employer says you will be vaccinated and you say it's my deeply held religious belief that I'm not allowed to and they fire you for it they're about to owe you a lot of money and or your job back uh, if they you have a compromised you don't want to you know it's too big of a risk for your to potentially fool around with the vaccine however which we'll get into here later the the covid vaccine is a, a new style of vaccine one that's been researched and worked on for a while now uh, but this is the first time that we've rolled out a vaccine of the style it's not affecting dead virus into you uh, in order for your body to pro essentially learn how to program antibodies for it um We'll discuss that in a bit. So that that I don't know if scientifically I haven't seen that. I'm not that well read or, or or knowledgeable enough to say whether or not the the new style of vaccine would essentially be a, a potential workaround for that. So if you're immunocompromised, if that doesn't put you in a bad spot, I'm not sure. I'd have to look. Um, you know, or you know, Americans with Disabilities Act. If you say, hey, if they say, hey, you must get vaccinated, and say, I can't for a medical reason, they say, you damn right, you are. There, you're about to, you know, there's going to be plenty of attorneys looking to uh, set examples that will take your case, um, pro bono, or you know, there there'll be plenty of interest groups willing. To, face discipline or, or retaliation or termination for refusing to take the COVID vaccine for one of the two previously stated reasons. Um, you'll be uh, very rich people and you know, you'll make some lawyers rich along the way. So the, <laughs> I most likely just at first though, if, if they really feel like sticking it to, to us, then they'll, they'll take their chat. They'll take their licks. They'll, they'll hit it. Some trial lawyers will make some money, mm -hmm. and they eventually will get sick of doing these cases pro bono, and then oh, yeah, the you're government gonna, you're gonna will be, inevitably win. You're going to need to be in the first wave if you want to get on that uh, lucrative uh, legal action, potential legal action. Otherwise, it's going to be a very basic, a basic case. But the the the, the good Which, part the good part about potential legal action is. Um, there's one thing that corporate legal counsels and HR departments are. It's they're fucking cowards. Uh, so they will, once mm. a couple big fish lose on this on this case, they'll probably drop it. Or, sure. Oh no! I mean, the businesses are cowards for sure. The, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. From yeah, a, the from businesses a, are from cowards employer, for sure. Your employer potentially mandating you you take this this you know or or else or termination. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure that, you know, the big boys are unlikely to try it because there's already, I'm sure, um, some specific attorneys, uh, client shopping per se, not, th not that that's technically legal uh, or it's not that it's illegal. It's against attorney code of F, you know, ethics codes, and it could get you disbarred if you, uh, elicit your service instead of them coming to you. Um, 
the most things lawyers do uh do to make money um could probably get them debarred yeah. so that's kind of that's, that's true outside of very tight, basic tightrope they walk yep the um anyway so i i don't agree with the statement that a refusal to take a vaccine is a violation of the nap uh because in order for me to um to do that, like like we've discussed here previously, not that I'm a, a an adherent to the NAP because I'm not a libertarian, um, or you know, it, it is not my my guiding principle. Uh, I am not about. Um, I, I am pro vaccine. I am anti mandatory vaccination because you know what? If I'm I'm caught, you know, I, I worry about me and that, that should, that should take care of it. Um, if I want to do this, you know, for myself to, you know, it, I, I hate the, the, the argument you're seeing all over libertarian circles per se, or, you know, libertarians, um, is on the internet is that, um, you know, if God, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where I'm going here. Bail me out. <laughs> Our uh, argu- argument amongst libertarians, yeah, libertarians, well, yeah, that um, circles on the internet. You know, why am I uh, here? We go. The, why am I going to take a a vaccine for something that I'm have a ninety nine point nine plus percent chance of surviving on its own? Well, assuming you were conventionally vaccinated um, in the United States in the last twenty or thirty years, you've been vaccinated uh, for several things. Um, you know, specifically your MMR vaccine, your your um, well, polio's not technically deadly; it's crippling, um, and a bunch of other and a bunch of other stuff that you've you've been vaccinated for um, since you were born. That uh, also has a ninety nine plus percent survival rate. That's that's not a that's not a great medically sound argument. While well, I get the point that you know I'm I'm young, I'm healthy. This may knock me on my ass for two weeks. Why take the risk of a unproven unknown vaccine, which very much is where what camp I'm in right now. Um, I'm not in a in a risk group. Um, you know, I, I I am a larger person. I am technically overweight, but everything else that comes with that, you know, such as cardiovascular health, um, you know, I'm I'm freaking solid. So <laughs> I, I I'm not worried about it. So the I, I, I'm I'm not going to be rushing out to, you know, it, it, in a typical year I don't get a, I don't I just don't get the flu vaccine. Um, if I get the flu or a flu-like illness, um, it's maybe two days of discomfort and then I'm totally fine. So, I'm I'm not going to be inclined to go get this one myself. Um, quite frankly, if you look at the five-tier system that's being proposed. I technically could get in on tier two because of my employment, um, what I do for a living. Um, but I'm not gonna now, but at the same time, you know, the, the, you know, Josh and I, you and I have talked about this off air. So, you know, I'm being genuine here. I'm not going to fight it. If it's take this or, you know, submit your resignation. I am just looking at the going on with it here. It's not, um, unfortunately, I'm going to take the cowardly position, and it's it's not 
I'm not in the in a leveraged position right now. The the economy isn't all that great. Although locally it's it's okay. Um, that I'd like to risk unemployment right now. <laughs> so unfortunately, the state's going to outsource the tyranny to my employer. Uh, even talked about or tossed around within our company. So I don't think we'd have. Generally speaking. They ain't for that woke shit, <laughs> per se, uh, which makes me leads me to believe that they wouldn't uh, decide or, or in, you know, to try and make this mandatory for any part of their workforce. Josh, and I, I know you work for a small company that you <sighs> technically, I don't know if you technically part own, but yeah, you guys aren't doing that, I'm sure. No, no, definitely not. no, no. I I don't need to. My my current day job isn't uh, isn't going anywhere. I uh, you know work for a very small company, and I my referrals come from my past work, which um, if I'm going to be honest, is excellent. So I'm not really uh, too concerned with that. For for me, that doesn't mean I'm not concerned for it for other people, millions yeah. of other people. I I am. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I, I'm very concerned with this idea I'm of fully, compulsory vaccination. I, I'm fully and, willing um, to admit I'm willing to take the I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the coward's way out here and, and gun to my head. I'm going to do it. Don't like it, but yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to do it. I am not. Yeah, I am not. I have. Um, I have a lot of reasons. Um one of them, I realize that right now the vaccine is not compulsory. I mean, it's not even there yet. Well, it's and effect, that it hasn't there, been there's... said. But the idea that it's gonna be, Go ahead. it's gonna be outsourced. The you're gonna see plenty of other countries, including our own, potentially that say you can't come here without it. You know, without we want you know as part of your passport. You know, entry requirements to get into the country. You will need the additional paperwork saying you have been uh, you've vaccinated for the COOF. Um, I bet you Trump might get his wall after all. Tr well, Trump may try it, but at the same time, it's um, going to be, you know, of course, anything to do with uh, immigration and border policies automatically going to get called a racist. Um, the. I just. You know, Qantas Airlines. No, that would be Qantas. pretty ironic, though. When, uh... yeah, all of a sudden the uh, the the uh, the <laughs> the, the uh, mask Davidians, I think. The uh, <laughs> all of a sudden they uh, become, you know, demand uh, strict border security out from other countries. It's like, huh? That's almost like that was part of the argument of why uh, Orange Man character immigration control. Hmm. You should have listened. Not that this. Yeah, uh, it's, not that this game. It's almost like they. It's almost like they think the same things. <laughs> it's almost like they're they're on the exact same side, and they're just they just play devil's advocate against. Oh no, each other. we're just we're just against it um, because listen, man Dorf... bad. Go ahead. Oh, for sure. Oh, that is why. That is why people are against it. But I realize this isn't compulsory right this second. I don't know to what level it will be compulsory, but the fact that 
this conversation is being had right now, whether or not people are going to be forced to have this thing injected into their body. The, the idea that this conversation is taking place and that sad scary players from both political parties yeah the fact that both that big players from both the republicans and the democrats here in the united states or big players on the world level aren't coming out against this aren't coming out in favor of no we can't make people take this you got a couple republicans the propaganda but yeah that's about it uh a handful a handful, and they're not screaming loud enough. They're, you know, they, Josh, they are. Josh Hawley's for something this serious. Not, they're quite Josh, honest. Josh Hawley and Thomas Massey aren't for you. No, no. I mean, the 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 lip service from Thomas Massey, Justin Amash, Rand Paul, my boy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I the the lip service from them is. It's it's a day late and a dollar short. All right, it's just it's not enough. It's um they're they're so late to the party on it. They're they're late to the party and they didn't bring their own beer. It is basically what where they're at right now. Well, to that. be to so, be fair, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna credit Rand. I'm gonna credit Rand here. He at least was uh, the the one vocal critic in government of your Lord and Savior Tony Fauci. Oh, for sure, man, dude. If Rand Paul is the only guy in the U.S. Senate who I who I could cast a vote for for any office, I really I that that's you about I've to made go, that statement before, and I'm going to make it right now. About to go move to Kentucky to be uh, what? become you going to go move to Kentucky to be a member of his constituency? I um, you know, to be to, in all seriousness, if um. If I had a life where I could do that, where I was just you could pick I was up picking and move. a state to move to, yes, I yes I would I would move to Kentucky, but I I don't I have uh, he has the children I, I have four kids I have yeah I have I have four kids and I'm a divorced dad so I don't uh, I, I I don't get to just pick up pick and up leave. and move and take them with me if I want to. Right. If, I if, just, if I you do that, that you probably that luxury, uh, if, and my business is here. Yeah. If you if you do that, uh, you'll probably end up right. with no, uh, for sure. in prison shackles <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> right. No. For sure. For sure. So that's um. That that's not it. But to me, there there are even if it's not made compulsory by the government right away. Even if it's just um, made uh, as a societal or cultural um, norm, you know, I, under the guise of a societal and cultural norm, but really compulsory, um, that's enough for me to go back to my idea that basically just when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. So I am going to resist this. I'm going to resist this. You're a better man. Not than me, because sir. it's easy on me. I I will I will fight this till the bitter end. Quite honestly, if if I was smart, if I was smart just for me, 
I, like you mentioned, Dorf, I, you know, I work in a very small business. Um, I work with my hands. It's, uh, you know, I, most of my business comes from word of mouth. Um, if I was smart, I would just try to stay under the radar. I wouldn't be out doing podcasts about this. You know, I wouldn't be out preaching about, um, you know, you know, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. I wouldn't be out saying stuff like that. I could just, I, if anyone could hide under the radar from this, it would be a healthy white male who works with his hands, uh, you know, um, for a small business and, uh, is, is very much low key and under the radar. But I do, it's not enough. I, I'm sorry, I do. I, I want to fight for this, Dorf. This is, um, it's wrong. It's wrong on many levels. And uh, what's the old, um, I'm going to murder this here. The old Immanuel Kant. Yeah, Kant, the philosopher. I think it's Immanuel, right? Yeah. But yeah, the philosopher Kant, and he basically said the idea that, you know, I, I may not say everything I think, but I will never say that which I do not believe. I don't think that I got that quote right, but it's something like that. You know, it, it's close, and and that's that's it. He was, I think um, he was German. I think he wrote German anyway, so it's who knows. Good enough translation. Sure, sure. Um, you know, <laughs> there are dozens of reasons why I am against this sort of thing, and. I don't deny that there's a few of them out there that I don't really want to say out loud because some of you out there listening, some of the people out there would think I'm a kook. You'd think I'm a kook. So I'm not going to try to make all my kooky arguments, but the thing is there's other people out there who have a different dozen reasons that maybe I think are kooky, but I support their right to have those reasons. I support them and I support their right to take or not take a vaccine. The problem is I want to be able to say that. I want to be able to say I support your right to take or not take it, but I don't actually support your right to take it, to be honest. And that sounds crazy because in theory I do, but I feel like so many people out there aren't taking it because they have a right to. They're taking it because they feel they have to. They're doing it as a... They're, they're taking it because, right, they, they, they don't know of that to, I'm a good person. They don't the think it's reason, right. The same reason that you see about right. 80% of the folks wearing a mask now that are even though they, the more. Absolutely. More, because, I mean, Absolutely. the claim that this work is a counterfactual, the way it's it's presented, it can never be proven wrong. The, the one, you know, unilateral double you know blind study that has been done on the effectiveness of masks in the COVID-19 era shows they don't do it they have little to no effect they don't make anything worse mm -hmm. but they certainly don't do anything per the data out of it was Denmark I believe um I didn't, no it was the Netherlands sorry the, the Dutch my bad not the Danes the Dutch yeah um right right and I can make I can make similar you know, counterfactual arguments as well, to why they're and, bad. And, and this, but again, it can't be proven. Just like the, they can't be proven. Well, good. and here's the here's so the thing. you're right on, Dorf. The 
you're you're controlling you know the masks work crew the oh yeah look what look what it does here in a laboratory setting what you're forgetting is the average joe citizen isn't fit tested for something they're wearing a piece of cloth that they bought at the local knickknack shop or the mass-produced chinese import non-medical mask that they bought at rite aid like or or something their aunt made them like you know it's made of, of right. cloth like it's it's there is some validity to the claim that you know just you and i unmasked drop you know aerosolized droplets can travel you know six feet is the rough estimation probably farther in in specific scenario you know in, in a laboratory scenario six feet no no dwarf it's six feet exactly you're you're in danger if you're at six feet away you're perfectly safe if you're five foot yeah, 11 inches away you're case. in extreme danger this is this is the science man i mean haven't you watched the news haven't you watched the news man um if you Six get feet. Your, if you get your science from the news you're 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 not getting science you're getting fucking pop propaganda um i i hope everyone knows how facetious i'm being yeah i i, I know you are i hope everybody else is too but the you're not <laughs> there is some validity to the reduction of distance of travel when you have something under your face the claim is the thing that average Joe citizen doesn't get is it's not an inbound filter. It's not a defense mechanism. It's just a splatter guard. That I think that's a better it's a splatter guard. It's not preventing stuff from splattering out. Probably. It's just shortening the distance it'll travel. And you know what? That's if if that's all the if that's all it was advertised as and this is what we were pushing it for you know this then fine and and the the other thing is the the idea that wearing masks in a in a in a setting like a grocery store there's no point you need to in order to be with outside of edge cases where ex extremely compromised immune systems you and I would need to be sucking and sharing the same air, breathing in and out in the same air for about a 15-minute time period for me to release a viral load necessary enough to a potential infection. Um, mm -hmm. Unless, of course, you're you're following around at the hip, John and Susie, your neighbor at the grocery store, who are, are sitting there and you're sitting there breathing the same air as them. I hate to break it to you folks, your lungs aren't that big. The volume of air in an enclosed space like a grocery store is incredibly large compared to the size of your lungs. You're not getting to the level of, of infection necessary to... Or you're not getting the level the level of air swap, per se, necessary to achieve infection. Of, the, of, this, of this illness specifically. The... Now, that to give the folks the, the don't celebrate the holidays folks some credit... The, the largest place of individual transmission in this country for COVID is in the home. Mask or not, it's you're your breathing the city. You know, most homes are not, not medically circulated. They're circulated to the point of a home to keep the moisture content. It doesn't crack. The, the, the building doesn't crack or mold. Um, 
and to keep you relatively comfortable. That's that's what homes are optimized for. This isn't a hospital setting or an industrial setting where the air is constantly circulated. Your home doesn't do that. I mean, it's it's largely impossible. For the if you have somebody who's unknowingly transmitting this to you and you're in your, in your just existing with them in the home, that's where you're going to get it. And they're right about that. Unfortunately, as much as the, the, I hate, I hate the personal, you know, for the personal freedom perspective, like I fuck off, I can do what I want. That's I'm very much that. But at the same time, the the science folks, they're not wrong about that. But it's also your right to say, well, well I, I hear you, I don't care, or I hear you, I accept the risks. Here's here here's the deal, Dorf. If if it were up to medical professionals. You if it were up to them, if we were governed you would never leave your house by the you scientists, you'd never leave your, you'd never leave your house. You live in a bubble. You would, uh, you know, there's, um, so so the idea that they're right. Well, yeah, of course they're right. I mean, our will, our do you have a better chance of never getting sick if you always for your entire life stay six feet away from people? Well, of course, of course, COVID didn't create that that truth. That's but who the hell wants to live that way? You want to live that way? Really? I mean, people out there listening, do you want to live that way? Nope. Do you want to be told you have to live that way? Do you want to be told? Okay, they say, well, but no, but this is just temporary. So you want to be able to be told for your entire life day like, when you have to live that way? We're a day like fifty of two Screw weeks. Screw when your birthday bad. falls. Right, right. So, I mean, people have family traditions. People have, you know, uh, yearly parties. Not everything is, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. You know, people have birthdays. People have days the that they celebrate on their reunion. own. Do you want to live that life? Yeah. Do do you, I I I need people to ask themselves that question. Do you want to live that life? Of course, it's safer. You've you've been Of course, it is safer. The the folks that think that the germ, the unseen, is going to kill them around every corner. Oh, I hate to break it to you. Mm -hmm. That's right. probably what's going to get you eventually. But, you know, the reason that this danger, not not this specific danger of, of COVID-19 per se, ailments, uh, bacterial infections, um, even fungi, fungal infections, have always been there. You, you, if you knew how actually dirty your own home was and how little you can do about it, you'd probably just go jump off, right? The, you know, a the closest bridge. Like, <laughs> there's there's a lot of things out there that are very unsanitary that that people do that I totally respect the right to do. Like, for instance, okay, here's here's one that I can fall on. You know, sure. people think, oh, Josh, you're the you're the non-mask wear. You're the, you're the guy. Okay. Um, one yet, right? I, uh, no, never in my life. Um, I, uh, I climbed in somebody's attic last month. Um, full insulation. A lot of people are masked for that normally, but no, I wouldn't wear one just, you know, cause principle. Um, cause I don't do that, but <laughs> yes. Um, fiber, you know what? fiberglass be damned. Fiberglass insulation be damned. I'm a, you know, yep. I've been, been doing it my whole life. It's 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 all good. You you cough a few times, uh, have another cigarette, you'll be all right. Um, <laughs> you know the the thing is, Dorf is that okay? Here's an here's an example. 
I don't like pets. I can't stand them. That's just my personal preference. I don't like pets. Pets are gross, man. They you want to be sanitary? You better get rid of that pet. You better get rid they're, of your dog. Disgusting. You better get rid of you your cat. cat. Yep. You let that. You let that thing crap. You you let that thing crap in a box in your house. You know, right in your house. Oh yeah. Let oh, that by thing the way, piss and crap in a in a box. Oh, don't. And then yeah. you scoop it up, and Guess this what? stuff goes. Uh, Do you uh, brush your teeth in the same place where you uh, poop? Uh, ew. Hate to break it to you. Right. It's pretty gross. <laughs> right. Guess what? Still do it. You know. So hey. It's... <laughs> Right. I acknowledge right. how but gross yeah, that my is. Whole life I and don't I'm care. Not gonna change. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I like. I have a very small bathroom. It's like, I'm 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 thirty inches away. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but yeah, about thirty thirty six inches away. Yeah, no less. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's about <laughs> like what ours 24 is. Yeah. to thirty inches about away what ours from. Is. Yeah. From uh, from where I do. So you know, it, it's listen, guys. You you want to live that life though. Do you? You want to be told that you're not allowed to ever hug your mom again? Hug your grandma? You can't uh can't can't shake your best friend's hand. Can't hug or kiss a pretty girl. Pretty guy. <laughs> what whatever whatever it is, you, you know, whatever is that what you, you want? Man. Is is that the life that you know, I mean, you're you're told that that you can't do these things and you're okay with it? You know, guess what, guys? There's a super easy way to uh, never get an STD. Never have sex. And even never then, it's not a guarantee. Ever. Even then, it's not a guarantee. It's incredibly <laughs> and highly unlikely, but, but again, use, don't use a public restroom. <laughs> I, again, though, seriously, you, you want to live that life? I mean, do you? By all means. You want to be told from the government? When you can, when you can hug people, when you can kiss people? When you can sleep with people? Do you want? Uh, oh yeah, the government is, that, is, is that highly the kind of government. Also you also encourage you to start uh, reporting on your neighbors. You know, find me a time where that has gone well, um, where it doesn't immediately get weaponized into. Right. You know, Bob didn't look at me nice, so I'm gonna go report on him to the Stasi. <sighs> yeah. Right. Look, look at some of the crazy shit. Right. I mean, this is. Look the crazy shit that came out of, out of Romania, Ceausescu's Romania after the fall of that country. Like, you had people informing on their own spouses. Yeah, you're married to this person yeah. decades, and oh by the way, everything you know, Ceauce you know the the Iron Curtain falls, Ceausescu's government falls, Romania, the Romanian government declassifies everything, and you realize you're thirty years is having a file. Anyway, the let's get let's get back on topic. Here. Crazy stuff, man. Right, let's get back on topic. Here. Wrap it. Wrap, yeah. Kind of wrap this thing up here. So, historical vaccines compared to the the proposed yeah. COVID vaccines, they are, I believe, in the next week. Both Moderna and Pfizer have their FDA hearings. The crazy part about this, Moderna and Pfizer, respectively, were done with these vaccines. They made the their final, you know, their final uh, adjustment till per se. Before the first case, even at the United States, this vaccine was done. But the clinical process has to be played out uh, like it did, even though it was in an incredibly rushed fashion. Um, a a non-traditionally rushed fashion. I, I'm willing to admit that that is, that is concerning. 
uh, because you don't really have a picture of what this might, you know, might do to you beyond potentially six months. Um, say that you're going to start growing. You know, Dorf, did I say it does? Go ahead. Did did I say did I say a dozen reasons? Because I didn't know that one. So make it a baker's dozen, please. What's what? What did you not know? I don't for, know for my reasoning. <laughs> what did you not know? The, just the that it was uh, done in February. Oh well, that it was done the, in February. Well, they, you know, they sequenced it. The community sequenced the genome of this virus so incredibly quickly because that happens when you put massive manpower and computer power on a problem like this. That can that can be done. Um, Mm-hmm. They had that information so early, and essentially what we know about vaccine or mRNA vaccine creation now is once you get that sequence, it's a pretty short route to getting a mRNA vaccine tonight. It's the playbook is out there. It's just you got to figure out what you know the defense is called. You know, right, okay, better analogy is you have the playbook. You don't know what personnel package the offense football analogy, or you don't know what the personnel package the offensive is. But as soon as you do know it. You, you know what play you're going to call from there. So, you know, the clinical trial process is taken up till now and it's still technically ongoing. There's, they're going to kick it, you know, potentially kick it off where vaccines, they're so ready to go with this that the Moderna vaccine, which is the first one that's, I think it has a hearing this week. Uh, They've pre-staged doses of this around the country. So it's not like, oh, okay, well, permission to start making it. They've made absolutely shit tons of it, and it's all over the country, ready to be distributed the second they get the thumbs up. The traditional vaccine was developed by, you know, long story short, too, it gave you a a bit of dead or deactivated virus. In the form of an injection, the body would see it as a, a contagion, develop the necessary antibodies to combat it, and you know memorize that. Essentially, your immune system then memorizes that for if it faces the real thing, it it knows what play to call. You know, it, it it's done it. It's gotten the scouting report. It knows what play to call. An mRNA vaccine, sorry, messenger RNA vaccine vaccine. Instead of giving uh, deactivated or severely weakened virus, what it is, it gives a, there's a, what's called a spike protein. So it's a harmless bit of, of genetic material, RNA material, that elicits the same immune response that it giving you the dead, the dead or deactivated or severely weakened virus would do. So it, it tells you it, it causes your immune system to do the same thing. mRNA vaccines have not. Why can't they do a traditional one? They probably could, um, but at what I'm about to get you to here, the benefits of an mRNA vaccine, okay. although they never have been used on humans before, we've researched. I believe the research on this and the method has been going. You know, they've been working on this for several decades. This isn't something that they pulled out of their ass in the last 18 months and like, oh, we're gonna. Fuck it. We're going to try it on live fire. You know, nothing like, uh, you know, we've got this fancy new toy. Let's use it on, on people. No, this, this is something that they've been working on for decades. The mRNA vaccine manufacturing process is incredibly quicker compared to 
incredibly faster compared to traditional vaccine production. Now, we don't take we don't make vaccines the way we initially did, which was using an animal or I believe often like donkeys or chickens, if I remember correctly, um, inject it with the live virus, see what antibodies it kicks out, grab some of those, yada, yada. We've been a long time. You know, we've been able to do that in a laboratory setting uh, without the use of animals for a long time. Um, but however, that, that method is slower to produce a vaccine to produce it's not to, to research it but it's slower in pr- in the production phase of things where a lot more of the mrna vaccine compared to the same amount of time effort and money um of a traditional vaccine route so the it's risky there you've seen a couple conspiracy theories going around the internet about the it, it's uh reprograms your dna what it does guys you know i'm not a biologist by any means but for the love of god rna cannot reprogram not the what rna viruses can technically reprogram dna but that's not what this one does that's not what it does calm down you believe me if it did you'd have concrete proof of that the also at the same time it would contain a protein that potentially leaves females infertile there was a vaccine candidate from Moderna that way back in the beginning that contained that protein. It was one of their first 100 things they tried. It got thrown out immediately because it contained that protein. They haven't touched it since. I believe that is, that's what I read. Please don't sue me if I'm wrong about that, but I believe that's what I've read there. That that is not the case. That what you'd be getting here does not contain that protein. And if it did, you bet your ass the FDA wouldn't approve it. Uh, here's Noah Dorf. I got this is a legit question. I, sure. I don't know. I know you know a lot more about this stuff than me. But uh, here's one of the kind of I don't know if it's conspiracy theory. Maybe you, you, let, let's just call it that for the sake of argument. But does it does it uh, is it true that it contains cells from aborted babies? I don't know. I don't know. I know some Catholics are up in arms about that. And it, to me, the, the from what I've seen, the Catholics are more up in arms with bishops and cardinals who have come out and said, no, you just got to take it. Well, now, you I'm, know, kind of sorry, sweeping that uh, under the rug. Topic for another time, but um, I have enough of my, my own problems with a uh, church incorporated um it's what i call the catholic church but oh boy the uh the pope doesn't seem legitimate to me like how he's he's the sjw pope he essentially came out and alluded that abortion was okay this week or that in the last oh come on it's, it's not your job to remember, um make this current good. pope is um dorf this pope and i'm not with you and the first part of your statement. I'm a devout Catholic, actually. But, I know you are. Um, and that's, and this sorry. Pope is... This this Pope is actually... Oh, no, 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 no. No apologies. Uh, this Pope has hinted that perhaps Jesus wasn't right about everything. Like, I, I'm sorry, just right out the gate. Um, let's call it worst Pope ever. 
Uh, I'm ready to There's call. some other and pretty. Yes, I realized Pope and I realized Pope Innocent the. Yeah, no, no, Pope, Pope Innocent, Innocent the Third. You know, gave gave hit. Yeah, he he gave Hitler the idea for um, putting the stars on the Jews. I I, I, I get it. Yes, I'm willing to call it. Uh, new guy, worst Pope ever. But well, there's all you know. Um, then that's just me. Popes that have had children, you know, not celibate and other stuff. You know, broke broke their rules. Ah, it was no big deal. That was back in the day. It's just how we rolled back then. Um. <laughs> But hey, listen. If if there's any truth to the aborted babies thing in there, I, I have a bit of a problem with that. It doesn't take that for me to have a problem with the vaccine, though. So that that doesn't that that's that's not the uh, the anti-selling point for me. But for those of you out there looking for a reason, looking for an excuse with your employer for whatever, um, if you are a Christian of any kind. There's your excuse as to why you can't take this vaccine, okay? Um, if you're not a Christian, stop by my place. I'll baptize you real quick. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot about this, and it's not from my typical, um, you know, conspiracy theory areas. Uh, this is just, this is a big debate amongst uh, bishops and cardinals right now. And priests, you know. So... So I don't know. I'm not trying to, you know, if somebody in the comments or wants to, you know, shoot us a PM or something about, um, you know, what what could potentially, you know, some some truth or some some misnomers about this, you know, I'd so hear. I I research the what I found is, um do use aborted fetal tissue um this does not the covid vaccines do not seem to be of them this article that i found not necessarily a reliable source here um i don't know anything about verywellhealth.com but they use the some examples um chicken pox shingles hep a and the if you get a standalone rubella vaccine which is usually part of the mmr Mm-hmm. But COVID isn't the the potential COVID uh, vaccines are not on that list, and, and based based on the what I my understanding of the MMR manufacturing process. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, it's not working, so we're just going to end it on Do you want me to sing a Christmas song or something? 